Licensed relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, <laughs> but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing on this Thursday night? Uh, tonight, I'm going to need some help. I need <laughs> need somebody out there to drop me off at my office where I'm doing the show. Five-hour energy drink, maybe two. That coffee, caffeine is not doing it right now. Um, so I'm a little bit uh, exhausted. So please, give me a call in tonight. It's 586-840-8608. I have the live chat up as usual as well. Please shoot me your questions. Keep me awake tonight. I'm going to talk about growing from your past. How many people out there carry, let's face it, carry crap, carry shit from old relationships into new ones that you haven't dealt with? Excuse me. How uh, how many of you, let's face it, past loved ones have crushed you, have destroyed you, given you maybe increased body image issues? Maybe sexually, right, man? You didn't do it for her. She just laid there. You boring sex. All this stuff, emotional garbage, gets carried on into new relationships. And you wonder why these patterns keep kicking up. Well, I want to talk about this stuff tonight and try to move you through it. Or what's it going to take for you to heal it? Right? That's the biggest thing. What happens is, you know, let's hit on... uh, People emotionally degrading you, man. This could happen from childhood, right? When you're a kid. Uh, today, uh, busy day in the office with couples and clients. And how many, uh, you know, even being raised in a crap household, you know, getting belittled, getting uh, degraded, criticized constantly by your caregivers, parents, uh, grandparents, whoever foster care system, whoever raised you, man, it kills your self-esteem. You don't have a right to speak. That gets carried into your relationship, right? So what happens when um, that gets carried in a relationship and all of a sudden you don't speak your mind, you're afraid to, right? You have a fear of speaking your mind, a fear of speaking what's on your mind because you might piss somebody off. They might further maybe push themselves away from you or distance themselves. Worse yet, maybe they're not going to love you or even like you. So what do you do? You keep quiet. And then what happens? Issues in a relationship maybe stem you stuff it, right? You stuff it down. You don't speak your mind. All of a sudden, you might end up doing uh, some stuff, withdrawing, maybe even having an affair because, right, you can't talk. You can't speak your mind. So what do you do? You start feeling not loved, not cherished, not desired, right? Your partner don't turn you on. Or let's face it, the other way around, I'm sorry. Maybe you don't turn your partner on, so what do you do? Someone starts chirping in your ear. And I talked about this on affairs. But I want to put, try to help you put the rest past issues and help you grow from those past, if you want to say traumas. You know, 
past relationships, maybe going into a new relationship after a divorce. And it could be nasty. It could be degrading. You could feel like a failure, not good enough. And all these issues, all these stigmas that you carry about yourself gets dragged into a new So I want to help you grow as an individual and also in new relationships. How can you start, let's face it, maybe even partners and new relationships, you can help help you heal together as a team and help each other heal your traumas, your past hurts. Instead of keeping them within. And I've talked about, you know, being vulnerable and speaking your mind on every episode. I talk, you know, about affairs. If someone cheated on you, you know, you do you automatically carry that into your new relationship and your your deck's already stacked against you. And let's face it, you know, the new partner ends up being a damn it Dow from the prior relationship. So all of a sudden you assume you got cheated on, so you assume you're always on guard. I'm not saying you have to be stupid about it, right? But you got to be wise, but you don't want to over-exaggerate and all of a sudden assume your new partner is going to cheat on you. So you're already starting to belittle, you're starting to the trust aspects, and it has nothing to do with that partner. It's all about your past hurt, your past, let's face it, you know, all those past traumas, the insecurities that creep up, that hit on you, you need to let that go and heal. Maybe someone calls you, let's face it, calls you fat, unattractive, ugly, you're stupid in a past relationship. Very belittling, very criticizing, very degrading. Who says they are right? Who says what they say is right and it's correct? I want to help you look at it. You know what? Was I stupid? Was I... You know, worth being criticized. This is all part of increasing your self-worth and not carrying it on your the rest of your life with you. Not only relationships, but also friendships, going after your dreams, your goals. You know, our past can crush us if we allow it. But I want to help you sort of move past that and grow and evolve past that where you can look at you know what was I not speaking my mind okay maybe that's true I don't like that maybe I didn't speak my mind I I didn't talk I didn't share my emotions with my partner okay maybe that killed the relationship for one maybe I don't know how to maybe I'm afraid to now what can I do to go ahead And move past that where I can speak my mind. You know what? Where I'm not afraid to share my thoughts, my innermost passions, dreams, desires. And also maybe my hurt. And my needs that I'm not getting because I deserve them. I want to help you move past those. And it's very, very difficult. And some people, let's face it, they carry those and they got the axe. <laughs> they got the axe to grind, if you will, baseball bat in your hand, ready to bash new partners because they're assuming they're going to do the same thing to you. The old adage, right? You know, if guys get cheated on by a woman, you know, all women cheat. 
All women are sluts. You can't trust them. Same thing, you know, it's probably even more familiar, right? Guy cheats on you, ladies out there. Guy cheats on you, that means all guys cheat, right? All guys are dogs. All guys can't be trusted. That's not true. You look at, maybe it was that partner, maybe it was that relationship. And how do you grow, how do you learn from those? And how do you look at yourself and look at, how can I be better? How can I grow? Right? Be a better person, better partner. You learn from those. Instead of carrying that damaged crap and damaged garbage, trash can, if you will, into the other relationship. So I want to help you sort of grind them up in the garbage disposal and get rid of these. We all have insecurities. You, me, everybody. But I want to look at, you look in the mirror every day. How many of you are actually, let's face it, have the confidence, have the guts, the gonads to look at yourself and look at, you know what? Maybe I was not the best partner. What can I do to better myself in a new relationship if that's what I want? It's even more so difficult if you have been, let's face it, a survivor of rape. You know, it's very, very scary to open up and trust. I worked with a couple talking about um, when she was 18... She was drugged and raped by three guys when she was 18 years old. Got married, great couple. Married 22 years. She did not tell anybody about this incident because, let's face it, she felt ashamed. She shouldn't have been at this place, shouldn't have been drinking, shouldn't have been all this stuff. She A lot of self-blame. She did not tell anybody this until... It was about 20 years. She finally told her husband. I was the second she told. After all these years holding all this. And then her husband sort of understood. You know what? Now I get why some things this and this and this. You know, it adds up. And then he's pissed at the same time. Because here she could not share this with him. And he could have done everything perfect, made it feel safe for her to share this. How these past traumas creep up in your own relationship and how can you allow your new partner to help you heal with that? Not that it's her job or whatever, but first I want you to try to heal, of course, within yourself as an individual. And then if there's still stuff left over, how can you allow your partner let's face it, to help you heal through all these traumatic experiences. One thing it tell, it takes, you know, self-confidence and look at, yeah, it was this, but this does not mean I'm damaged. If I was raped, if I was constantly criticized, ridiculed, um, beat down emotionally, let's face it, even physically, we all become gun-shy because of these past experiences, especially in relationships, right? My job is to help you put these to rest. If anyone out there tells you that you're going to forget these, 
that there's going to be a point you're going to forget them, all this stuff. They're bullshitting you. They're lying to you. Okay? My job is, okay, instead of thinking about them once a week, once a month, I want to get rid of that. And if you do think about it, you know what? You can brush it off and move on instead of get bogged down by this. And especially, you're not sort of holding your past and looking at your uh, new partner, your new loved one, through the, let's face it, the eyes of your past. Not only the eyes, what about your heart and soul that got dragged through the mud through those traumatic experiences? You know, past divorces, uh, someone breaks your heart. I always joke around and uh, when I teach college class and I always say, yeah, guys, we know what it's like to get our heart broken, right? Because these ladies are, man, they're heartless. <laughs> I'm joking. But, um, you know, what it feels like to get your heart ripped out, ripped apart, stepped on, chewed up, spit out. And all of a sudden you want to open it back up for another, uh, another one in your future. <laughs> Very hard to do. So we become guarded, right? Here we're not going to share as much. We're not going to get as close. So what happens? Those relationships, all of a sudden, they don't become the vulnerability that's needed to grow and to become even more emotionally or physically intimate. So we hold back, we hold back, we think everything, we're gun shy, so we're all on guard, we're all protective. And pretty soon, the relationship dies. It disintegrates. And what do you do from this point on? See, I knew it wouldn't work. See, I knew relationships suck. I knew all guys are assholes. I knew all women are bitches. What do we do to move past this? I don't want you to go in. Do it as a person-by-person basis, not based on one past experience. And look at, you know, be able to look at yourself and grow from it. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have been so stupid. I had a gut feeling that my partner was having an affair and I didn't do anything about it. And blam. If you have a gut instinct, talk about it. Bring it up, man. That gut's there for a reason. Initiate it. Don't hide from it. Don't run from that pain. It's easy to do. I know that. But the more you deal with that pain in a current relationship and even from your past... The more you push it away, stuff it, it's going to come back and it's going to bite you in the booty, people. On that note, I'm going to take a short little break. And I will be back uh, within a couple minutes, okay? Make, make sure you join me in the live chat I got up. Also, feel free to give me a call at 586-840-8608. I will talk to you in a minute. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. Hi there. If you're looking for that one-of-a-kind, unique gift, even for yourself, got canvas shoes. They're hand-painted, hand-designed. Uh, Shoes by Shea. You can check her out on Facebook. Shoes by Shea. Again, got awesome, unique, one-of-a-kind, hand-painted uh, canvas shoes uh, for you, your loved ones. Check them out again. Shoes by Shea on Facebook. That's Shoes by Shea.
everybody, I'm back. How's everybody doing? You awake? Ready to groove for the weekend coming up? Uh, talking about growing past, <coughs> excuse me, growing from your past and not allowing uh, past hurt, uh, past turmoil, heartache, if you will, to carry on into another, uh, your future relationships if you choose to have one. I think most people do. Um, you know, you look at it, it's funny because, uh, you know, divorce rate, everybody knows. Typically, the divorce rate is still right around 49%. Second marriages jump up to what? They jump up to about 62-65%. And I think a lot of it, of course, the big issue is different parenting aspects and trying to the battle between you know, parenting differences and also, you know, being aligned with your kids, their kids, and it just brings more element. Excuse me. Another issue is, of course, bringing past baggage, not just the kids, but bringing past baggage into that relationship, which you might not expect. And they wonder, you know, yeah, you know better, but yet you're still going through the same crap you did in your first relationship, your first marriage. I'm all about trying to fix those and trying to look at yourself and what do I want differently? Why am I falling into that same pattern? A lot of it is, let's face it, past maybe heartaches, past hiccups, our own insecurity issues. And what can we do about those to sort of to put them to rest and grow? How many people out there sort of got their heart broken? I'm sure all of us, right? And how many people ended up maybe, oh, we want to get even? You know what, we got cheated on, so I'm going to go out and sort of cheat back, right? The revenge tactic. Not only you're selling yourself out, right? Maybe your own values, your own morals makes you feel real good, right? Having that revenge fuck, excuse my language. But what happens is you degrade yourself. You also start losing self-respect for your, you know, self-respect. You don't like yourself that much, and that's additional baggage you carry into your new relationship as well because here you have self-hatred you sold yourself out you know and you look at yeah this is kid stuff no it isn't man people do these carry this stuff into their through their 20s 30s 40s 50s even 60s that they haven't dealt with that they're afraid to deal with you know everyone talks about what could be worse um, to deal with. It could be a past affair, right? It could be being in a physically or emotionally abusive relationship where you maybe physically got your butt beat on a weekly basis. You know, talking about being gun-shy. Huge being gun-shy, right? Someone raises their voice. You flinch. You automatically assume you're going to get hit. Or... Let's face it, your new partner, being a different person, maybe they're doing something that reminds you of a past incident. Oh, you must be cheating, right? And what does that start building? It starts building animosity. And that person, maybe your new partner, they're not cheating. Hopefully not anyways. But that builds that animosity between you guys. And it's like, okay, I can't believe she or he thinks I'm cheating. And I'm not. Because I act a certain way. We start carrying that from our past and attributing our past loves on our new ones. 
This is the damage. This is the baggage I talk about. And I think why it starts killing new relationships when they could be better. They could be a lot healthier, happier, maybe more passionate. A huge aspect too. What happens during, say, a fair situation and let's face it, affairs start happening, you hit the essence of sex, right, people? Somebody has an affair because maybe you suck in the sack. Well, wait a minute. Sucking might be a good thing, but I'm talking you're terrible in the in the sack, right? Hits your ego. Women out there, right? Maybe he cheated on you because, let's face it, you're too fat, not big enough brass. Maybe you have too big of a butt. You're not attractive, right? Or worse yet, maybe well, maybe all that. I don't know if it could be worse than that. Maybe you just aren't a good lover. You're not great sexually. You're not good sexually. So that's why he cheated on you. What about you guys out there, right? She cheated on you because maybe, oh, the old pe- penis envy, right? Maybe you're not big enough, right? Your girth is not big enough. Or maybe, ooh, You can't get it up all the time. Maybe she cheated on you because, oh, you're a quick comer, right? Little early ejaculation, right? Too quick to the finish line. Ooh. These are the things, especially with affairs and carrying them on, that we start maybe thinking about about us. Maybe they're not true. Maybe the affairs happen because of an emotional reason. Or maybe it's just about our partner. But it's very difficult, no matter what they say, no matter what, to look at, start ripping ourselves apart, right? How, if you start thinking this, they have an affair because I'm terrible sexually. Or I'm too fat, too thin, too short, too tall, whatever. How many of you out there carry this on and are going to open up sexually? Are going to think or be willing to share this with a new partner? You're going to be gun shy, man. You're going to be right off the get-go. You're already thinking, I suck in the bed. So one thing, I'm not going to even want to bring it up. I'm not going to even want to go there or get close to somebody that way. And these things might not Always be true, people. So, what can you do to grow? Right? Maybe if you do look, maybe sex was, you know, maybe you think you do are terrible and bad or sexually. So, what do you do before you carry it into another relationship, right? Can you read up on it? Can you do research? Shit. Watch educational porn, not the cheesy porns, but there's educational porn out there. Maybe you can learn to become better, if that's what you think. Maybe you were great, but inside, what could you do to become a better lover? Instead of going through the self-hatred and playing the victim role out there, I'm no good, I'm no good at this, so I'm going to be like this, I'm not going to get close. You don't deserve that. That is your past Holding you hostage. That's your past having control over you. I want you to flip that script and take that control where it belongs with you. And how do you do that? You grow. Maybe you learn. 
What can I do to be a better lover? What can I do to whatever? And we all know, like I talked about before, about building eroticism, every person, man, woman, is different. Maybe what they like, what they don't like, how they want to be touched, kissed, licked, sucked, whatever. So you want to learn from that, but maybe instead of using your past as a crutch, that you can grow from there and read up on being maybe more sensual, more loving, more caressing. Look at things that maybe you can improve on and improve your confidence in those areas. These are crucial areas, especially with affairs, right? It, it goes right after our heart, man, right? Right in our genitals, if you will. A lot of it has to do with maybe our sexual inadequacies. And that might not be true. But I'm telling you, if that's what you feel and that's what you think, and let's face it, your partner, past partner, ex, whatever, probably is not going to tell you. And let's face it, you're not going to want to hear it. You're not even going to want to talk to that partner to grow from it. So if you automatically assume that, it might not be the truth. The only thing you can do is, right, maybe read, educate yourself, learn from it. Oh my God, even talk about friends. Talk, or not talk about friends, but maybe talk to friends that you're close with. And we all know women out there, right? <laughs> You have no problem talking about your sexual experiences with one another with close friends. You guys are more, uh, definitely more uh, explicit, if you will, in uh, talking about sex than us guys. Us guys, we talk about maybe, yeah, woohoo, we, we might have got lucky, and that's about it. Women, they are very explicit on their sexual experiences. So, you know, if it is from a fair and you think it's sexual atticus, no, sorry, inadequacy, you grow. Maybe you learn. You evolve. You become better. And it's very difficult to do when it involves, let's face it, our sense of self, our heart, and our gut. And feeling inadequate as a lover, as a partner. As a husband, as a wife, boyfriend, whatever. You know, and how many guys out there, let's face it, the old social taboo. You know what? Oh, she had an affair. She left me because this other guy, has he's richer than I am. He's has a lot more money. Has this great job and here I am, you know, making whatever, 10, 12 bucks an hour. Busting my ass, but I'm not good enough for her. You want to talk about... Hitting, hitting a nerve. That's almost like getting kicked right in the crotch. All these insecurities creep up and cause us maybe in the future, maybe picking people that aren't the healthiest for us because we feel we can't get better. I don't like really the term maybe better because what does that do? It puts you automatically in a judge setting. You know, this person's better than me. They're more wealthy than me, better looking. It's a judgment, and we tend to be our worst own critic. What about healthier? You know, and use our past experience. Maybe it wasn't healthy, a healthy situation. So what can I do to become healthier in a healthier relationship, even healthier, stronger about me, and not let the past hurt cripple me later on in the future? Learn, 
Grow. Learn and grow from these experiences, people. And I will hit right back in on trying to build your confidence up from your past and kicking that past the bad habits, the hurt, trauma, victimization. Kicking those to the curb, people. I will talk to you soon. Again, remember, you can give me a call, 586-840-8608. Join me in the live chat. Don't be shy, people. Keep me awake. You can also find me on Facebook under uh, Greg Dzinski or also my main page, which I'm on probably more, is The Art of Relationships on Facebook. And I will be back shortly. Talk to you in a bit, people. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. Hi there. If you're looking for that one-of-a-kind, unique gift, even for yourself, got canvas shoes. They're hand-painted, hand-designed. Uh, Shoes by Shea. You can check her out on Facebook. Shoes by Shea. Again, got awesome, unique, one-of-a-kind, hand-painted canvas shoes uh, for you, your loved ones. Check them out again. Shoes by Shea on Facebook. That's Shoes by Shea. Again, people, everybody wide awake out there, 
Um, still waiting for people to give me a call, wake my booty up. Uh, phone number is 586-840-8608. You can also send your uh, questions to me, please, uh, on the chat, too, as well. Uh, growing, pa- uh, growing from your past uh, hurts, heartaches, troubles, turbulations, if you will. Um, looking at the situation, I talked about affairs uh, before the last break and how that can damage you, your self-image. The number one thing... I tell clients, I tell couples um, to grow past your previous hurt is you need to learn to be able to grow from them. So many people are afraid to learn and grow from those past hurts and past traumas. They just want to, let's face it, they want to implode. They want to suck all this stuff up and keep it in. And they sort of get a self-concept where I'm not good, I'm not good in bed, I suck at relationships. Can you learn to become better, to be better people? So don't use that excuse, you know what, that's it. All people are like this, relationship sucks. They can be phenomenal. Yes, there's heartache, there's upset, but you can grow from them and learn. And how many people maybe use the excuse, Man, I don't know if it's an excuse, a crutch or whatever, and they come across from past hurts and stuff with this false sense of uh, security or this false confidence, this false arrogance, if you will, that they carry it. And all of a sudden, I'm not going to let myself get hurt anymore, so they cop this attitude, right? Instead of being insecure, being quiet, being withdrawn, they have this cocky, arrogant attitude. Okay, I'm cocky too. Uh, everybody that knows me, um, I'm cocky, smart ass, yes, but I'm not arrogant. Um, I'm very humble most of the time. So, you know, they come in as a self-protect mode. I'm not going to allow myself to get hurt or get crushed again, so I'm going to be a cold-hearted dick or bitch, right? And also, you don't allow people to get close to you. And how many times have I heard this? You know what? This is just the way I am. And if I you don't like it, too bad. Ouch. Really? If you have that attitude and you don't want to grow from your past, you don't want to grow into maybe being a better lover, being a better partner, and you allow that past to keep you down or you come across with that attitude, well, this is the way I am. There's the door. You know what? You will be dismissed. Either that or the people you're with... They're going to be pathetic doormats. And believe me, you're going to end up kicking them to the curb if they are doormats because you're not going to have respect for those people. So if you come across with this attitude, this is the way I am, you know what? You're right. doesn't mean I have to accept it. I'm all about people accepting you for who you are. Big time. But I'm also... You can accept yourself for who you are, but that does not mean by any token that you can't grow, that you can't learn. And some people need, let's face it, the old adage, some people need that band-aid really sort of pulled gently, gently before it comes off. Some people just rip that damn bandage off, deal with the ouch, And then be able to move on because it doesn't last that long. What would it take for you to deal with that ouch from your past? 
I said probably one of the most humiliating aspects, you know, of someone cheating on you, having an affair, and trying to carry with that, you know, past past abuse. You know, getting your butt beat on a weekly basis, humiliated, getting called, like I said earlier, getting called stupid, incompetent, no good, whatever, degraded, humiliated. How many people want to admit that? And I'm not saying you should, but I'm saying, why are you looking at that person doing that, that they're right? You need to go ahead and look at those aspects to kill those. You know what? Because that person said this, whatever. Why am I believing this? My big thing is, if someone says something to you, do you have to get pissed? Do you have to get on edge, on guard, defensive? One of my click words, or click terms, if you will, uh, phrases, if, if someone goes up to me, Greg, you're a dick. Am I automatically going to get upset or get pissed off? Or do I want to say, look at myself and say, you know what? Was I being a dick? Can I check myself? Same thing with past, your past, being belittled, being ridiculed, being, being all this stuff. You know what? Can you look at yourself? Am I really stupid? No, I'm not. Then look from your past. Use your past also to heal it. You know what? I'm not stupid. I did this. I'm competent in this. I'm competent in that. Not about perfection, but I am this. I'm a good person. I'm I'm smart. I'm this. I'm intelligent. You know what? I'm I'm attractive. I'm a good person. Build also from your past hurts, but look back from your past. I'm using that to build your confidence. And if you are low in a certain area of your life, with confidence and self-assurance, that doesn't mean you always have to be or should be that way. Take that power in your hand and eliminate it. Kill it. Knock it to the curb. Easier said than done. Absolutely. Part of these degrations, if you will, belittling, from past hurts, past relationships, maybe ever since our childhood. We can't redo them. We can't, I wish we could. We can't undo rapes. We can't undo molestation, child abuse. But I don't want those people that did those things to you, affairs, I don't want them to have that control over you where it's going to destroy a chance for you to have a loving, happy, healthy relationship in the future. Because you went through a crappy divorce, that does not mean you're not lovable. That does not mean you're not capable of being in a healthy, fantastic relationship the rest of your life. Learn from this and grow from it. Learn and grow, people. Look at yourself. Yeah, learn from it. Am I this way? Am I that way? What they told me. I had an affair. Am I crappy in bed? Am I a terrible person? It's funny. The terrible person, terrible people, they're not going to look at themselves. They're not. So this is sort of homework for you, if you will, to be able to look at yourself and grow 
What can I do to improve myself? What can I do to improve my sense of self? It could be sexually, physically, maybe mentally, maybe intellectually. What can I do to get the help to improve myself on my areas that I thought were inadequate that caused me to deal with being belittled and criticized? Why did I put up with that? And I'm not going to, I'm all for it. I'm not going to put up with it in a new relationship. But there's a point where you don't want to over-exaggerate that and automatically assume when you come across as a cold-hearted person unwilling to look at yourself. Because let's face it, we go from one heartache, we go to the other extreme, right? That I'm not going to have it again and people can kiss my ass, right? This is the way I am. Ouch. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that is the way you are, but is that the way you want to be, people? Or do you want to grow from it? Do you want to have a chance at a prior relationship? So when you have two people wounded, right? You have two people wounded from past relationships getting together. It's a double whammy, right? Because you're both are on guard, you're both are dealing with past traumas, past hurts, and you carry those into the relationship. It's funny how you find one another that way, right? It's sort of like a magnet. Two wounded people sort of finding each other, and you want that person to fix all those traumas, to sort of reassure you. Believe me, I'm all about that. I'm all about building up each other's sense of self and self-confidence through our relationships. But if we depend on that person and they're hurting, if they're dealing with their own issues, ouch, it's not going to happen. You're going to be, what, disappointed? Because all those expectations of you healing, you're going to have somebody heal you. You're going to be devastated. Those expectations are getting sort of stung. They're getting destroyed, and there we go. We're back to square one. See, I knew it. I'm this, I'm that. I'm unlovable, I'm all other. And then that relationship goes, and it becomes a cycle. I want you to knock that off now and look at, you know what? What can I do to improve myself? My past is not my past. I can grow from it. Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I'm the one that had the affair. Maybe I'm the one that cheated. Does that make me a cheater for the rest of my life. No. What can you do to grow? And maybe why did you cheat? And what can you do differently? If your next relationship is sort of in turmoil. What can you do instead of running out and cheating? Maybe because did you cheat? Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Maybe you cheated because you didn't talk about your needs. Maybe your partner didn't know your needs or what they were doing. To make you not feel desired sexually maybe not to meet your needs emotionally psychologically maybe you cut down you shut down you didn't do anything so someone chirps in your ear and it felt good and you had an affair maybe you feel guilty but you know what you look at that you look at the reasons why and now what can I do so I don't do it again Someone starts in a new relationship, someone starts maybe saying stuff you don't want to hear. Are you going to automatically shut down again? Oh God, here we go again. This is what happened before, so guess what? Are you going to go out and have another affair? 
I would hope not. I want you to be able to grow and heal from that and make that a stronger relationship. Maybe, like I said about if someone calls me a dick, can you learn? Are you being that? And if not, you know what? Maybe I'm not being that. I'm just speaking my mind. But do I need to speak it maybe in a more respectful manner? Speaking more from the heart instead of from all that past hurt and trauma. A lot to think about this evening. And my voice is shot. Like I said, it's been a long day. And I am going to cut out about 15 minutes early. Hopefully everybody's okay. You have an awesome weekend. And everybody, I'll hear you, hopefully hear you, or you hear me more likely on Sunday evening at 8 o'clock. Same spot, Spreaker.com. The Art of Relationships, or you can find me on Spreaker.com under uh, Greg Dzinski. Uh Master G, you can find me on too. And I will see you uh, Sunday night. Everybody have a happy, healthy, loving, passionate, hopefully horny weekend. And I will talk to you again very soon. So everybody take care. My blessing, all my love, once uh, for all, for everybody out there. Much love. Take care, people. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.